Do you ever wish you had a personal hype girl? Someone to pump you up when you're feeling down or high five you when things go right? Well, guess what? I'm your girl, that's me, and that's what Talks With Your Trainer is all about. So sit up nice and tall, roll your shoulders back and down, chin up, chest high, it's time to get into it and get after it. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Clammies. Welcome to another episode of Talks With Your Trainer. I am your host, Megan Trainer. Oh my gosh, y'all, I have missed you. I don't know if you noticed, but I didn't have an episode last week. Well, I had a lot of episodes, but that's a different story. <laughs> I didn't release a new Talks With Your Trainer episode because, well, to be honest with you, mm, I was a bit busy. I was a bit occupied, preoccupied with all of the things. And you know that it was Dancing With Your Stars, Dancing With The Stars, Charlotte. And I'm certain that everyone listening knows that I was the star and my pro partner was Dima. And we've been training for this for six months. You guys have heard me talk all about it. And it finally came to life. We finally were on stage, in costume, lights in our face, hair pieces on, glam squad in full effect, and we did the damn thing. Now, I've been kind of putting this episode off a little bit, to be honest with you, because I didn't even know where to begin. I didn't know where to unpack the experience as far as the week goes. Throughout the last six months and the episodes, we've been unpacking it as it goes, and you've heard me talk about practices and all the emotions that have gone on with fundraising and the dance itself. But the week is all sort of an interesting experience, and I didn't even know where to begin to start talking about it. So I've been procrastinating. I've been putting it off because, well, to be honest with you, it was an emotional week. I'm about to cry right now thinking about it. Um, It was so emotional from the excitement of it finally being there, can't wait for my friends to get there, having my family in the audience who have seen me grow up in dance recitals as a kid and golf tournaments, and I just wanted to do my best. I knew that they would be proud of me no matter what, but as a 39-year-old woman, I knew and know what I'm capable of, and I just wanted to match that level of what I expect of myself. And I think that's what's frustrating about life sometimes When you know what you're capable of and the outcome doesn't match that, your expectations of what you feel you can do, it feels like such a letdown. Now, I don't feel let down from the experience. I will get to that eventually, but I just really wanted it to be the best. And it was. It was awesome. I'm going to fast forward really quickly just to let you guys know that Dima and I absolutely crushed the workout. I'm saying there was not one moment in that routine that I said to myself, dang it, I didn't point my toe or oops, I missed that step because leading up to it, there was always something that I thought of in the dress rehearsal, even, which was the Wednesday of the show, the show was on a Friday. I still had moments during that rehearsal where I thought "Mm, I could probably get my leg a little bit higher here or... I could create better facial expressions. 
in the actual routine, I didn't have that moment. I was like, oh my God, I got off stage and Dima and I just looked at each other. We gave each other the biggest hug. And I was like, it's over. Like, I want to go back on stage and do it again. So now I'm trying to figure out where I can do, like, have like an adult dance recitals. <laughs> I just thrived on that stage. I felt like I was in the zone and that I belonged there. And I felt so much joy and happiness in my heart and soul performing. For those of you who do my workouts, you know that that is like just exactly what I needed in my life. And what I love to do is is entertain and boost people's mood through the the movement of their body, but also having fun watching me move. I think you can really create a lot of happiness and joy for yourself by looking at others who are happy and are doing things that you know is making them feel so much joy. I think joy and happiness are going to be the words that I say a lot in this episode. And just want to let you guys know I'm dealing with a bit of a upper respiratory situation, like just a cough. So if I sound a little bit deeper, it's because I'm having coffee. <laughs> and I think my body was finally like, hey, Peg, um, I don't know. Why don't you mm, trill out? Can you take a minute, girl? Could you take a minute? Because immediately after the show, I had girlfriends and friends in town and we did a party on Saturday, which I'll tell you more about later. Sunday was a Sunday fun day with the Super Bowl. And then Monday, my, you know, Nurse Joni, my best friend, Nurse Joni, she left for Florida and I needed to be in Florida on Tuesday. So we said, well, that's silly. Why don't you just come down a day before? So it was kind of great because you know how after a good weekend, you know how after a fun vacation, you always have that come down where you sort of feel anxiety and you feel sad. So I knew I was going to have that. It worked out perfectly that I had Nurse Joni to go down to Florida with, which you know is my happy place. So it was great to have that. While it was great, it also was exhausting. <laughs> Just because we got on the plane and then we, as soon as we landed, we dropped our bags off and we went over to our girlfriend Stephanie's house it was the 13th of February, so she was having a Galentine's Day party, which was so fun. But it was like nonstop, go, go, go. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was just go, go, go from working. I was in Fort Lauderdale, and then I was in Miami, and then I came back up to Delray Beach Thursday after my meetings and was going to go out for my last night in Delray for a bit. But I said, Nurse Jones, Hey girl, um, I need you to give me an IV because your girl's feeling a little some a little tickle in my pickle. Okay. I was feeling that in my throat. You know when that happens? You're like, oh shoot, here it comes. So Nurse Joni hooked me up with like 14,000 milligrams of vitamin C, which is unbelievable, y'all. If you have a friend that's a nurse, oh wait, that's probably rare. But if you do and they do IVs, have them hook you up. Or go to one of those Restore or the iCryo places where they have those because if you're feeling a little sick, I'm telling you what, you get hooked up with some glutathione, some magnesium, high-dose vitamin C, get you a little vitamin D in the booty. I'm telling you what, I feel so much better. Now, I'm not perfect. I'm not all the way back up to regular level, but I do know that staying in that night and just sitting there on the couch with her kids and her husband drinking Prosecco <laughs> and having the IV was what my body needed. 
And then I got up and uh, took Friday off. I canceled class because I would tell you guys, don't show up. Don't push yourself because you're going to prolong your sickness or your injury if you try to push the level. Listen, I know that I probably have pushed the envelope a little bit here and there, but I've always just wanted to show up for you guys. And I never want to disappoint you because there, I know there are so many people out there that set their alarm to get up to work out with me. And it's freaking 5am in California. And I sit there and it's 7am here and I'm like, I gotta get up. I gotta get up. Oh God, I gotta get up. You know that feeling. And I've definitely pushed the envelope, but this time I said, oh God, I can't, I can't do it because the last thing I want to do is give you guys a half-ass workout. Or a workout that I sort of am not into. And you know, you're not into every single workout, but that's who I am. I want to give you the body by trainer experience. And sometimes that is me telling you that I'm sick or my head hurts or I'm sleepy or whatever it is. And I'm very honest with you, but in that moment I said, I just can't y'all. And I know that each and every one of you was understanding and so compassionate. So I'm never worried about that. And that is what's so wonderful about each one of you. If I say, hey guys, I've got a tummy ache. Can't do it. While you might feel a little bummed because you were looking forward to a kick-ass workout, you're going to say, I'll go in the archives and get myself a little kick-ass workout from the past. Hold on, I'm going to have a sip of coffee here. Oh yeah. So the whole thing was just a whirlwind. I knew it would be that way. I knew that that whole week would just sort of fly by. And it did. It really did. The Wednesday night dress rehearsal was great. But I'll, t- I'll tell you what, guys. My costume was amazing. I loved the whole vibe of it. It was so me. From being a one-legged unitard <laughs> cheetah print with neon bright pink and orange. That is me. That was so perfect for the vibe that I was going for. I was so excited and we put some bling on it. And Daniel Gonzalez was the costume designer for everyone's costume and he did an amazing job. I loved mine. I will tell you what though. I purchased it from a previous year pro dancer and we tweaked it and made it Megan Trainer. We made it perfect for the number that I was doing. But I'm going to tell you what, guys. Erica, it was Erica. She's amazing. Incredible dancer. The girlfriend is like 5'3 and weighs 104 pounds, perhaps. I am 5'7, around 140 pounds. So you can imagine it was tight in certain areas that it was probably not tight for her. <laughs> That's what we call the CT scan in the clam shack. It's the camel toe, okay? We we like to, I, I like to have people out in the crowd looking out for me in case I have a pair of pants on and I don't notice it. I'm not trying to have the CT just pop in on the screen. So I've got a couple of you out there that are on my CT scan crew and you guys help me out and you go, Peg, mm, you send like a picture of the foot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shoot, go off camera, adjust, come back on. So this costume was riding up in certain areas. And when I would do a kick, y'all, there were a couple of fan kicks. There were a couple of flips and tricks and splits. That portion went to areas that were not comfortable. And I said, hmm, how am I going to fix this? Because there's nothing I can do to hold it in place. I'm, I'm throwing that leg up there no matter what. 
I do have fishnet panties on, you know, the tights, but that's not really covering up anything. So I was like, y'all, I cannot go on stage thinking about a possible CT scan, you know, wardrobe malfunction. So I got a nude, a nude pair of under- underwear and I got the, it's adhesive for your skin and I glued my panties to my leg. <laughs> I glued my panties to my leg so that when I do that kick, you don't see, you know what, you see my panties, which is much more acceptable. And once I did that, I, I practiced with it and I knew it would be fine. I felt way more comfortable. And I'm telling you what, guys, if you're uncomfortable in what you're wearing, you're not going to show up and perform your best. It's like when you're doing a workout and you don't feel comfortable in what you're wearing, you're probably not going to work out as hard. You're probably going to be thinking about what you're wearing the entire time versus how badass you are and how strong you are and how much you really want to push yourself. You're going to be thinking about that dang pair of pants or the shirt that you don't like and it feels funky on you. I'm telling you, beauty of working out from home, stop what you're doing, put me on pause, go change, come back, start over. I did that a couple times this past few weeks with what you guys were, what I was wearing for the clam shack. And I had to go change. I said, I can't do this workout. I'll be thinking about X, Y, and Z the entire time versus thinking about what's really important, which is being awesome and being strong and thinking about what muscle group I'm working, engaging my abs, all of those things that we should be thinking about during a workout versus, ew, I don't like how this tank top feels or I feel yucky in these pants. Please, highly encourage you, pause, change, come on back. So I didn't want to be thinking about the you know what coming out for for these kicks because the kicks were really cool. And I knew that the photographer was going to mm, capture those moments. So I just didn't want a Janet Jackson sort of situation to happen. So we glued that onto my leg and it was great. It worked. It really worked. And there's like one picture. <laughs> I haven't posted them yet because we haven't been allowed to. Somebody sent them to me and they said, you cannot share these pictures. And I said, ugh. They're so good. So I can't wait to share them with you guys. But the, there is one in the exact moment that I knew the photographer was going to capture it. I see panties. Thank God. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so the costume situation, I was very, what's the word? Like anxious about it uh, on Wednesday. And I figured it out. And it was fabulous. Fabulous during the performance on Friday night. So I just made so many great friends from this experience and I will never ever forget the adrenaline rush that I had before stepping on stage. Oh my gosh. They played sort of like an interview like they do on Dancing with the Stars on the show with you and your partner talking about what it was like to practice, what your experience was like with Dancing with the Stars. What did you think of your partner the first time you met them? So they played a little like reel of us before we actually got on stage and then the theater goes all dark right before they play my music. And I'm just standing in the wing. I'm in the left wing in the back because I have to travel diagonally to the center of the stage. And I just had this like, it was like this flashes of moments of I'm going to cry again. Um, Like during the whole practice and thinking about all the 8.45 PM workouts that we did, Saturday workouts and not workouts, practices, and how much I have evolved over the past six months of viewing the whole experience and just 
the culmination of it coming together, I was in that wing and I was like, oh my God, my friends and family are out there. I'm getting ready to go on stage. I didn't think for one second about the dance moves. I didn't think, okay, what comes after the salsa? Where does my arm go here? I just danced. I just let it go and I danced. And I made some facial expressions that I didn't even know I had in me. <laughs> I was like, shoo, hey, ba, brown, da-da-da, smile and sass. And it was so amazing to see these pictures because I'm like, damn, girl, you actually worked on those faces because that was the one thing I really did work on. I know it sounds kind of interesting to think about facial expressions, but they tell a story. And just watching these other the, the pro dancers and how their energy from their eyes to their mouth and the way that they connected with the audience was captivating. And I wanted that. I wanted to figure out what I can do. Are there words I can say, you know, to make your mouth make faces or sounds? And I worked on that. I know it's kind of sounds interesting, but you know, it's like any entertainer, they look at themselves in the mirror and you kind of have to overdo it. Because on stage, the bright lights, the makeup you have on, feeling what overdoing it might feel to you really is not overdoing it. It's probably like hitting it on the mark. So on stage, you've got to, yeah, I wish you could see in my face right now. Oh, ah, I don't think I made that. I did not do that. That was not a cute face that I just made. But in these pictures, I'm like, yes, Peggy. You did it. That was a great facial expression to go along with the move that you were doing because I feel like you're telling a story with your body. And so making those facial expressions at the right time really connects with the audience. And I just loved it. I loved it. It was such a good feeling to see those facial expressions that I thought I was making actually come to life. (laughs) So standing in the wing, I'm like, okay, Peg, if this is not a five, six, seven, eight moment, I do not know what is, y'all. For those of you who don't know five, six, seven, eight, if there's something you don't want to do in life, if you are trying to think about getting out of bed when you don't really want to, or if you are thinking about an email that you got to do or a report that you got to do, whatever it might be, give yourself a five, six, seven, eight, and then get up on it. Don't count for one more second after that. It is five, six, seven, eight, go. So I was on the stage and I was like, smiling from ear to ear. I think my mouth was quivering because I was so excited. And I said, here we go, baby. And it goes one, two, and then you go three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then you take your hands and you roll them up your body for the one, two, three, and four. You have to pop those hands up, baby, pop them up. And then it's five, six, seven, eight. And then Dima comes on stage and it's go time, baby. So I had that sort of control ownership of the stage for the first two eight counts and then it was like come on Dima let's go and we just connected and had the best time so this recap of Dancing with the Stars is going to be two parts because I feel like there has to be a first part of how I, I felt about the dance and how I felt about leading up to it and the wardrobe malfunctions and the excitement of my friends coming into town. And then part two is going to be, I think, a little bit more on my feelings of the results. (laughs) So I'm going to leave that for part two. I'm going to leave that for part two and only really because I want to, I want to get some answers. Have you ever gotten an email from someone and it just fumigated you you were like what 
or a text from someone like an ex-boyfriend or a boyfriend or a friend and you're like, or a boss and you're like, hang on. And you are about to rapid response. You are about to tickety tick, 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 like this on your phone. Like send, send, send. You're about to do that, you know? But then you go, hmm, I'm going to give myself a five, six, seven, eight and pause because verbal diarrhea doesn't always end well. And it's important to let yourself simmer down before responding. So all I'm going to say is on that note, I've just been keeping to myself in regards to, um, I believe how, how a couple things ended up. <laughs> okay. Literally say that. But also because I just want to find out some information and I think that will give me a peace of mind and some closure to a couple of the feelings that I have about it. And I don't ever think that you need to respond in an anger sort of way or in a way that you're going to regret eventually. And I, I feel like the results from this show, you know, I'm not a sore loser, so that's why I'm not going to respond to it. I didn't place. I didn't get in the top five. I didn't do any of that. I know I won. You know what I'm saying? In my mind, I won. And <laughs> I think we should all feel that way about ourselves. You're all winners. If you prepared for something that meant a lot to you and you did it, and maybe the results weren't exactly what you wanted, just know in your heart that you crushed it. You put your heart and soul into it and Really and truly, as much as winning is everything, winning isn't everything, okay? My niece came up to me afterwards and it was just freaking awesome to have her in the crowd because she's my little my little entertainer doll. She's my little gymnast. She loves dancing. And she came up to me after and was just bawling, crying, like gave me the biggest hug and was just crying. And it felt so like, I was like, Delaney, a sweet girl, it's okay. Like winning isn't everything. And I was like, yes, it is. But winning isn't everything. And she was like, Aunt Peggy. She looked up at me and she was crying with her big green doe eyes. Like she's got like Disney princess eyes. And she said, Aunt Peggy, I'm not crying because of that. I'm just so proud of you. And I was like, oh God, like what? Um, and I'm not a mom. I am an aunt, but I can't even imagine what that feels like if you, if your child ever says that to you. Um, and I try to tell my parents how proud of them I am because I'm so proud of them. But coming from my niece, it was just like, that really was so special. Um, I don't really know if there's another way to describe it other than just special. And I'll never forget that moment. So I think, you know, this part one is just going to really be about how exciting it was and part two isn't going to be much different because at the end of the day, I reached my goal and exceeded it. I raised $42,000 for Carolina Breast Friends and Go Gen Go, and the goal was 30000 So I exceeded that. And that's all to the incredible help from each one of you who donated, who talked about my fundraiser. And it's all thanks to you guys for helping me exceed that goal. And that was really one of the things that I didn't know if I could do. I've never raised that kind of money before in my life. And I did it. So that was an amazing experience to be able to do something that is changing the lives for others. It's a really good feeling. So I will always take that away from this experience and the process of practicing, going through some 
humbling moments of feeling like I should be better at this partner dancing thing in the very beginning and not understanding why I can't get it, working through those emotions and letting someone coach me and teach me and dropping my guard from thinking, oh, I know what I'm talking about. I grew up dancing when I was a kid. I know how to kickball change. I know how to pot a beret. I know how to point my toe and connect my passe and Ron Dijon and fan kick. I know all those things, but you don't know everything. You don't know everything. And we always have to remember that we have to keep learning. Even the experts at whatever it is, they keep learning. So I had a really good conversation with my friend Bennett once about the whole experience. And it really helped me because she encouraged me to drop my guard and let Dima coach me and listen from a place of acceptance and not being closed-minded and feeling like, oh, I know that. No, no, I I know that. Because I'm telling you what, y'all, some of these dance moves I've never done in my life. <laughs> and then some of them I have done and I learned, I had to relearn them or do them in a different way that was more appropriate for the, the theater, more on point with what the vibe and the theme of salsa was. So I can take away so many things from this experience. I really can. And the results are what they are. I can't change that. What I can control is my opinions of my experience. You know, they say life is 90% what happens. No, no, <laughs> no, it's not. I always mess that up. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you choose to react and I am choosing to take the entire experience, put it in a special place in my heart and say, I'm so proud of myself for doing it. So proud of myself. And that's where I'm going to leave that. <laughs> and on the next episode, we will unpack a little bit more about it. I will tell you guys a little bit more about the weekend, but I have a feeling between now and then a couple more things are going to happen in my life and I'll be excited to share those with you. So this is uh, really just a, a recap episode for you guys to remember that winning is not everything. It is not, and it is all about the process of getting to the goal and having a goal, working really hard for it, and then showing up for yourself and kicking ass, doing it, showing up, leave nothing back. And you can apply that to all areas of your life, even if it's just getting up out of bed to go do a workout. If you have a goal to get up in the morning to go do a workout, don't negotiate with yourself. Give yourself a five, six, seven, eight and do it. Listen, I can procrastinate like the best of them. I really can. But sometimes I work a little bit better under pressure. You know what I'm saying? But if you have a goal, create a, create a plan, do not negotiate and just get after it. Thank you guys for listening to this episode and for being patient with me as I tried to figure out how I wanted to I don't love this phrase, but unpack, <laughs> unpack the, the week and the process of getting to the show. I'm still not really sure how to adequately explain all the feelings that went around it, but I hope that this episode gave you a little bit of a behind the scenes experience into Dancing with the Stars Charlotte and all that it was coming up to it. Thank you for all the love and support that each and every one of you have given me throughout the process and throughout the week. And thank you to Novice Studios for uh, understanding that it's taken me a long time to get this episode put together. 
it's clearly a very emotional thing for me and and it just takes time that I wanted to make sure that I was appropriately explaining my feelings around it. Remember, if you've got something that's a little bit stressing you out or whatever, take a second, maybe count to 10, breathe, maybe give yourself some time to react and respond because I have a feeling your initial reaction won't be exactly how you want to look back on it. So five, six, seven, eight, y'all. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talks With Your Trainer. I am your host, Megan Trainer. I love you guys. I mean it. This week we are back in the clam shack, so I'm bringing the heat. I'm bringing the fire. I'm not traveling, so there are going to be some kick-ass workouts for y'all. I love you, and I will see you in the clam shack. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Talks With Your Trainer podcast. To leave me a voice memo for a future episode, please go to the link in our show notes. If you loved this episode, could you do me a huge favor and share it with a friend? It would also mean the world to me if you would leave me a review on Apple Podcast. To connect with me, find me on Instagram at bodybytrainer, that's trainer with an O, and check out our monthly membership at bodybytrainer.com.